Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Bonus hour, Torres. Hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas out there. Merry Christmas, though. On the East Coast, Christmas is over. You got a couple hours left there on the West Coast, but it went by pretty quick. You know, that's what happens when, when Christmas is on a Monday. Uh, you blink, and it goes by right through the three-day weekend, and then that's it. You're done. You know what I mean? Well, it I told you, my are. wife's got to work tomorrow. So we're, <laughs> you know, Merry Christmas to, to us. And listen, uh, there's a lot of people that have a lot have it a lot worse. But, you know, I get out of here. It'll be about 11 o'clock uh, Pacific time. Alarm gets set at 5.30, one way or the other tomorrow. So I'm going to be up, you know, not in not a very short amount of time. So, um yeah, that that is part of it. Is that uh, you know you get you basically everybody uh, a lot of people go back to work tomorrow. But there's you a let lot. her set the alarm at five thirty and it wakes you up. Uh yeah, I get up when she gets up. Well, what happens if you want to sleep later? Ah, uh, that's not really an option. I mean, in theory, if I wanted to, we could, but. The counter to that is, you know, then she'd have to move all of her stuff out of the room, her makeup and her clothes and her this and her that. <laughs> My wife makes breakfast when she gets up early at like 5, 5.30 in the morning. Mm. And her breakfast is a smoothie. 
So oh, we're that. right by the kitchen, and we have the blender. At five, in the, I go, are you serious? Yep. At five in the morning? So what I do is I make her take it to another room. <laughs> so No, I'm serious. I believe it. So I make her take the blender into, like, the gym room, which I've never been into. Yeah, no, I, and, I am yeah. very aware, yeah. And, and make the smoothie in there and then bring it back so I don't have to hear it. Yeah, I mean, in a is that bad? Am I bad for doing that? No, no. I mean, I I think you know if if you're planning on sleeping, then you know it's whatever. So is she like lugging blueberries from the the yes, kitchen, Costco, yeah. and yeah? So she's bringing in the frozen blueberries and this and the coconut water and the and the this and the that and puts it all in the and then the the kale and whatever spinach. And she, it takes like three minutes to grind it up. By then, you're waking up the dead for crying out loud. <laughs> it's actually funny you say that. We, um, so we live in a you know a pretty spacious one bedroom apartment. You know, but we kind of have a pseudo home office in the uh, in the bedroom. But I bring it up because uh, you know when we both work from home, one person takes the bedroom, the other one's got to take the kitchen. And so what we have to do is when we're both working from home. We have to put the coffee maker in the bathroom because it's like if you want coffee, you know, if it's two o'clock and you know you're hitting your little midday lull, uh, you know, you got to go make some, some bathroom coffee. So I, I always joke, I was like, oh, you know, time to set up the barista station where it's like, yep, you got to bring in the coffee, you got to bring in the filters, got to bring in the this, got to bring in the that. Um, That's what you get for living in L.A. It's so damn expensive for crying. I know out I could loud. go live in Vermont where it's the same temperature. Apparently, what is it? Eighty degrees right now? No, it's it's like uh, thirty. It, we have not gotten any snow. We're, maybe next week we're supposed to get maybe one day of a little bit of snow, but otherwise, there's not there's supposed to be any snow for the next two weeks up here. I saw. I just looked at the temperature when you told me that you didn't have snow. It's it's supposed to get into the thirties pretty consistently starting next week. So right. So where's the damn snow? What's going on? I, I I don't know. It's global warming, obviously. Twelve years I've lived up here. This is the worst snow winter I've ever seen. Well, in my and it life. affects the economy too, right? Because um, you know you have the situation where uh, people are coming up for skiing and all that stuff. Right? Absolutely, we got snow up here. It's one of the top ski resorts in the world. I will tell you, you know, I, I um. So I like the cold weather around this time. I, it doesn't bother me. I grew up in Connecticut. But I bring it up because we are planning next year to go to New York around the holidays. Mm. And I already told the wife. I was like, if it's like 60 degrees there and there's no snow, like I want Home Alone 2. I want to be wearing my winter hat. <laughs> you know, if we get... Yeah, s- then it's fun. To, but after a week, you can go home to L.A. And, exactly. And, you know, don't worry about it. But yeah, I mean, but I mean, but I mean, imagine, you know, I mean, a, a lot of, uh, you know, I know a lot of friends that get away to Colorado this time of year, Utah, you know, maybe the, not the Pacific Northwest, but you know, like the Montana, Idaho region. It's like, right. imagine booking a vacation in, in Idaho thinking you're going to get cold weather, you'll ski, you'll whatever. And then next thing you know, it's 60 degrees. And I don't know what the weather is up there, but I would assume it's the same in Vermont as people that are not living there that are planning to come up around this time of year, expect to have cold weather and snow. And it doesn't sound like they're really good. Yeah, we get so many tourists, obviously. We get them from New York, Massachusetts, Canada, uh, Maine, so New Hampshire. So you're right. We the, the snow is certainly our friend. We have not gotten a lot of them, but we'll hopefully get some soon. We'll see what happens in the in the next couple weeks. Otherwise, though, we got a lot to get to. Uh, it is the bonus hour of the show. Uh, of course, I'm here with Torres tonight. After us tonight, we got uh, Chris Plank and Eddie Garcia. We'll be filling in for Ben Maurer. How about that? It sounds exciting. I'll be listening on the way home. Yeah, well, usually I do the show with Plank, but uh, 
um, decided to mix it up this week. So we'll see oh, how nice of you. Well, are you I, I, are you working all week or what? I uh, I am working not again until Friday. Friday night with J Mart. Saturday night with J Mart. Sunday night, you're not aware, but I'm working with you, Arnie Spanier. I didn't think I approved that. I'll have to double check that. All right. And then Monday night, me and Jay Mart are doing kind of the college football postgame show. So I'll go to the Rose Bowl, uh, and then we'll be on for Jason Smith and Mike Harmon a week from now on New Year's night. Uh, so that'll be fun. What was I going to say? Oh, you want to hear You want to hear a fun little fill-in? Yes. You know who I was texting earlier in the show? Yes. Ryan Fowler's going to be out in L.A. for the Rose Bowl. He might come in and do a segment or two with Jason and I nice. on Saturday night. He might come nice. into studio to do a segment with us. I love that. Mr. Alabama himself. He's excited. He's. Well, on- I love that. So you're going to do New Year's night then, right? Yeah, so I will do New Year's night uh, from the Jason Smith Show, seven to eleven. Oh, good. So we'll have so maybe fun, I'll actually yeah. have the day off. We'll see what happens. Okay. Well, don't don't let me have the day off because I already I already rearranged <laughs> everything because I don't have the day off. So if you want to give me the Tuesday after the day off, that's fine. That's another day where uh, you know it'd be nice if the wife didn't have to get up at five thirty for work. But uh, next two Tuesdays are going to be pretty pretty rough around the Torres household. So. If you want to get a hold of us, real simple, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Um, last segment of this hour, we'll get to some picks. Uh, there's still bowl games coming up, though. I've not gotten into the bowl games, but real quick, just to, since I bring it up, um, and I'm not going to bring up his name, the kid from Eastern Michigan. Did you see what happened there? I saw there was a fight. Yeah, the kid. One of the kids came off the sideline and blindsided one of the other kids on the other team. Big fight ensued. Uh, I'm not sure what the punishment is going to be, but that was that was horrific to see. Unbelievable. Yeah, I saw they were getting their butts beat pretty good. By the way, they had some weird, like, elaborate introduction. You know, when they came on the field, and it's like, uh, you know. Going through all that introduction just to get your butt kicked, and uh, it was and, like fifty-five to ten or something. Yeah, it was bad. And then to obviously lose the way that they did, and then there's a fight. It was just a bad look all around. All right, uh, week sixteen finally in the books. It seems like week sixteen has been going on Forever? a while. Well, that's uh, what I said. I went to I went to the Thursday night game. It fe- I was telling yeah. my wife it because she had off Friday. And then, you know, we had off yesterday, so it feels like that Thursday night game was like a year ago, and I was obviously there, and, you know, it came, you know, the the the, the week finally came to a conclusion about an hour or so it goes. So, Ravens win it 33-19, obviously. Um, big victory for the Ravens. Didn't see that coming on the road. I thought if they were going to win, it'd be a close game, like a 23-20 game. Um, Brock Purdy with the four interceptions. What happened here? Did the Ravens just play great defense? Brock Purdy just have one bad game. 49ers weren't ready for this. Does this take away from the 49ers being the um, best team in the NFC? What did it... When this game was a final, what did you take from this game? Uh, what I took away is the uh, the Ravens' defense is probably better than I gave them credit for. Um, I didn't take away anything negative from the 49ers, but I do think that, uh, you know, listen, I, listen, I'll say this. I think the takeaway from the Ravens has to be that this team can beat anybody in the NFL, right? Because you kind of sit there and say, okay, things are breaking nicely in the AFC forum. Kansas City is a little bit down, whatever. But how would they actually match up against those elite teams in the NFC? Well, they just won at San Francisco. They destroyed the Lions earlier in the year. They beat the Rams already. Well, that's three out of seven playoff teams right there that they have head-to-head wins against, Arnie. Right, right. 
Uh, so you're you're still confident that you're nothing changes after that then today, right? Nothing negative for San Francisco, but I do think the Ravens are probably a more complete team than I thought. What about you from from both perspectives? Um, the Ravens, look, I. I I don't try to let one week go. If, if I said anything, what I've learned about this year, I believe that, and we hear this every year, but I believe it more so this year, that the NFL is a week-to-week league. So I agree. I, tried, I try not to get too high or too low based on what happened the week before. This was a good victory, though, for the Ravens. No doubt. Really surprised me. I, I didn't see this coming. and I didn't see a bad game like this for Brock Purdy. I mean, he was horrible. He was. Absolutely horrible. He can't do this in the playoffs. Otherwise, the 49ers could be in trouble when it's said and done. Yeah, and I think the depth in the NFC right now, just based on injuries and stuff, is better than the depth in the AFC as far as teams are concerned. Like, Brock Purdy plays like this, you can lose to Dallas. Brock Purdy plays like this, you can lose to Detroit. Brock Purdy plays like this... I think you could lose to the Rams the way the Rams are playing. I don't. Oh, think, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, so you know, listen, I, we've talked about it throughout the show. I'm not somebody that thinks that Brock Purdy's a system quarterback that anyone could do this for Kyle Shanahan. But if he plays like that, uh, it obviously changes the ceiling of this team, and I think the number of different teams that could beat him. I'm wondering if other people, though, are going to see the 49ers as a flawed team now because of what happened. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even as close as the 33-19 score indicates. It was 33-12, and it could have been a lot worse than that. The four interceptions, I mean, you talk about daggers in the heart. Each one of them just destroyed the team. They had a 5 nothing lead, and they still weren't able to go ahead and pull away from the Ravens. This 49er team, though, they did scare me. I got to tell you, they scare me when they look like this. I don't know if it's fair to put all the blame on Brock Purdy, though, just because he has the four interceptions. But he's going to be the one that takes the credit when they win. He's got to take it when they lose. They're going to look at him if this happens again, you know? Absolutely. And and the good news is is that, you know, I think the thing, and I think this is why a lot of why they get criticism, they don't need him to be great. They just don't need him to be whatever that was tonight. So, good news for the 49ers. Obviously, you're still in pretty good position as far as the playoffs are concerned. You close with at Washington, and then obviously a game that, as we've kind of discussed this segment, has become more interesting with the Rams at home, although Shanahan has largely owned McVay. So, you win those two. You're still the number one seed. You still have home field advantage. Uh, you got to get Brock Purdy playing better. But again, I, I just can't sit there after tonight and say, uh, you know, he's a system quarterback he's overrated he's no I just think it was a really 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 bad night as I said to lead the show uh no quarterback in the history of the NFL as far as I know has never lost a game as a starter uh you know in the in the totality of his career you have nights like this you got to be able to bounce back nobody picking up uh picking on Patrick Mahomes Hmm. after that we were loss oh uh they lose to the Raiders 2014 I've said this a bunch of times the Raiders did. They didn't complete a pass in the second, third, and fourth quarters. Zero passing yards in those quarters. How much did O'Connell have? Like sixty total for the had, game. Yeah, something crazy like that. How did the Chiefs lose a game like this? That's almost impossible for the Chiefs to lose a game like this at home, especially to the Raiders. They were a ten and a half, eleven point favorite, and they rolled over like dogs. Especially, they had a good chance to be the number one seed. This was one of the worst chief losses in the last five or six years. 
no doubt on that. And you ask how they lost. I mean, by the way, Aiden O'Connell finishes with 62 yards passing. Nine of twenty-one passing. Um, Unbelievable. I mean, and and it goes back to what we talked about before: is that um, you know nobody ever wants to blame Mahomes for anything. Well, how did the Raiders score all their points on back-to-back defensive yep. uh, touchdowns, including a pick-six uh, by Jack Jones? And so. Uh, you, you can't not blame Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry. Stop with the wide receiver. Stop with the this. Stop with the that. It's as you said. You know we want to anoint him all these things. Well, you got to elevate yourself, and it's not just this week. By the way, remember he lost head to head against Jordan Love a few weeks ago. He, uh, you know, they 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 lost to uh, they lost to Buffalo a few weeks ago when Buffalo didn't even play that well. Like at some point, we just have to acknowledge he's not playing very well. This team is obviously not playing very well, and a lot of it is on Patrick Mahomes. It's who's okay your, to say that. Who is your top three or four quarterbacks in the NFL? Not MVPs this year or anything like that. If you were just starting a team, who would you want as your quarterback? Who would be your top three or four quarterbacks? I'd still have Mahomes one, um, and then. Probably the same as most people. I'd probably go Mahomes one, probably Burrow two, because Bur- you know Burrow's what? injury prone. Well, who would you have ahead of him? I would, say I would Bur- have I would have Mahomes number one. I was going to say Burrow and Lamar was my two three. Um, number two, I'm either going to have Tua oh. or Lamar. I'll probably have Lamar three, but Jalen Hurts is right up there too, right? You'd have Joe Burrow. You'd have Jalen Hurts ahead of Joe Burrow. I might. Okay. I might have Josh Allen ahead of Joe Burrow. Okay. I mean, well, you don't like Josh Allen either. Well, I mean, Joe Burrow. What is it? But I mean, Joe Burrow has the head-to-head win over Buffalo uh, in that, the playoffs. That, 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 forget about that. Forget I'm about just that. talking okay. about who would you want? Sorry, sorry for for me. The games that matter counting. I mean, if it's just about uh, you know, uh, whatever, then yeah. I I mean. I don't know. By the way, one guy on that on that would have been on that list. Can I just say something? Yeah. Did Trevor Lawrence peak in his first year at Clemson? His some Shady Sean, one of our listeners, sent me a a stat that through the first forty eight games, Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Daniel Jones's statistics are almost identical. Wow. I mean, identical. Talking about wins and losses. Touchdowns to interceptions, yardage, quarterback rating. I mean, almost identical to each other. So what does that say? Yeah, and, and they're one, too. And and again, I, I think I'm going to mention this throughout the night, but it's like, you know, you look at that AFC South and like before the season, and by the way, I don't think this was like a controversial take, so I'm not criticizing people that, that said it, but I heard a lot of people say, well, I mean, they might get the number one seed. The division is so easy, blah, 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 blah. How about this for a question, Arnie? You, you, we're talking about young quarterbacks. Right now, you can take one of these two for the next 10 years. Trevor Lawrence or C.J. Stroud? Well, I'll tell you what, I'll answer that Ooh. when we get back, but it's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. I'll answer that uh, when we get back. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hope everybody had a great Christmas. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, in for the guys live at Tyrac.com studios. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon getting the night off tonight. Well-deserved night off, no doubt about that. Now, you asked me who I'd rather have, Torres, C.J. Stroud or Trevor Lawrence. Is that the two that you put out there? We were talking about just quarterbacks in general for people who are getting into the car or whatever. We're talking about, you know, who are the top quarterbacks right now? Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. Where does he but you're fit? talking about the young quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Would you throw Justin Fields in that, in that group there? How many, how many slots are there? Well, I mean, if you're just picking young quarterbacks, how many, you know? Because I like him, to be honest. I think people are hard on him. I believe if he had a, a better system and better people around him, you'd see his true talents. Uh, he'd be a lot uh, a lot better than people see him as right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd have trouble putting him in the top 10, which brings us back to the question. So I said I think Trevor Lawrence, you know, he might have peaked in that championship game against Alabama when he was a freshman at Clemson. And so I said, those AFC South quarterbacks, if you could start a team tomorrow, would you take Trevor Lawrence or C.J. Stroud? I would take C.J. Stroud, but I'd have to admit I was wrong. In the preseason, I'm like, well, at least we know that C.J. Stroud's not going to be a very good quarterback this year. And he's been nothing but fantastic this year. And Trevor Lawrence, uh, as I told you, his statistics are just pretty much mediocre. Though, remember, remember, he took a really bad Jacksonville team and won a division with them, though it is the... NFC South, so you know it's. I mean, AFC South, so it's nothing to write home about. But um, look, he's still a decent quarterback. But no, I'd rather I'd rather have CJ Stroud. He the upside is looking so much better with him. You know, no, I, I agree. And you know, the thing with Trevor Lawrence is, for whatever reason, and I don't know what that reason is, he is regressing. You know, the first year, uh, okay, it's a chaotic situation, Urban Meyer, whatever. Last year, uh, 66% completion percentage, 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. This year, obviously, with two games left, 65% completion percentage, 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Mm. And the team is obviously not going to have the same regular season record that it did a year ago. And so that was kind of the team that it just felt like everybody thought, okay, they were really good last year. They're going to take even another step this year. It started with uh, our, our conversation, you and I, started with, I think there were a lot of people in the preseason that thought because of the division, right. that they might actually end up with the number one overall seed uh, and home field advantage. Obviously that's not going to happen. And now, with the way Indy's playing, and then of course with the way Houston is playing, even without C.J. Stroud, uh, Jacksonville's just fighting to win the division and try to get into the playoffs right Oh, now. absolutely. And by the way, just to, to go on the record, you're a guy that is trade Fields because you're going to get Caleb Williams, right? You're you're a Caleb Williams guy, 100. percent I would, yes. If you have the option to get Caleb Williams on a rookie contract, or obviously, I guess Justin Fields would have what one more year on the yeah, rookie contract. Yeah, you, you, right. it doesn't matter though. You know, you you want to go with Caleb Williams. What do you think of Bryce Young though? I'm disappointed. I know they have a Stunned. bad team out there, but I do see some good flashes. But it's not what I thought it was going to be. I am stunned at how bad he's been. Yeah. Oh, really? That bad. I mean, he was the number one overall pick, right? No, I understand that, and I, and I thought it was like a no doubt. Like I didn't, didn't think even... they were going to win the division and go to the playoffs this year, though. I may have picked them to win the division. No. And go to the playoffs. Well, I mean, the division. I mean, look at the division. It's it's Tampa, which was we thought in a rebuild, right? right you know, right. think about Tampa. At the beginning of the season, I mean, I think there was first of all, they, I, I think everybody thought Todd Bowles was going to be gone, um, and I think. I think there was a thought, you know, one Baker Mayfield's a quarterback, but I thought they might be a seller at the trade deadline. Maybe you trade Mike Evans, maybe you trade all these guys if you're not doing well. So, yeah, I mean, I looked at the division. I was like, okay, I don't like Desmond Ritter. I've never really been a huge Derek Carr guy. I don't believe in the Saints. Uh, and Tampa was supposed to be in a rebuilding year. And so, yeah, I had to, I had, I had Carolina winning the division. I really did. Yeah, but, you know, they don't have a lot of talent around them. Though their defense has played real great, real good this year. Yeah, I just can't believe how bad he's been. I mean, 59% completion percentage for, you know, one of the most accurate passers in college football over the, over his career there. I mean, I know it's a different level. I get all that. But I mean, this was a guy that at Alabama completed 66% of his passes that Heisman year, 47 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Like, what are we talking about here, you know? Um, I was looking at the playoff standings. As you mentioned, Indianapolis at number 7, Houston 8, 
Pittsburgh 9, Cincinnati 10, and they're all tied. Not to mention Vegas and Denver, one game behind. Six teams separated by one game for one slot. Think about that. One team will get it. Six teams fighting for it, separated by one game. And Denver really had a good chance, but they let that game choke away. That was a horrible loss by them. Oh yeah, it was it was really bad. Um, yeah, it is kind of wild. I mean, uh, you know, Indianapolis, Houston, and, and a lot of these teams play each other, right? I mean, you look at Jacksonville. Uh, we're talking about Jacksonville. They are technically in the lead in the division. They still have a, a divisional game uh, with Tennessee later in the year. Uh, Houston, obviously, we hope that that CJ Stroud comes back. They have two games left in the division, including at the Colts. So. Imagine if I had told you in the preseason, Arnie, uh, Houston at Indy to close the season in Week 18 might end up being for a playoff spot. Mm. Uh, we would have joked about it. And oh, by the way, how about Indianapolis doing it with a backup quarterback? I mean, Minshew Mania. It's it's just it's crazy how this season has played out. And then to your point, I think what's really crazy is these teams are all playing each other, right? And you know, you think you know how it's going to go, right? So two weeks ago. Indianapolis destroys Pittsburgh, and you're like, well, Pittsburgh's done. Then they just bounce back this weekend, and they beat Cincinnati, and Cincinnati was kind of playing well. So that's the crazy part is they're all playing each other, and you don't really know from day to day what you're going to get from any of those teams. Um, And I can't wait to see what's going to happen with Cleveland and Joe Flacco. Everybody, but everybody on the Flacco bandwagon. I'm not so sure I want to hop aboard just yet. I, I wow. look, it, it, He's done a phenomenal job, but I need to pump the brakes. Though they have easy schedule. They play the Jets at home, and then they play at Cincinnati. So, we'll have a chance to look uh, good to finish out the season. It's a great story. I, 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 I'm I, enjoying it. I hope they went out. I hope they uh, get into the playoffs, and I, you know they're going to at this point. But I just I, I think it's a cool story, and I'm really enjoying it. I'm happy for Joe Flacco. Just a crazy story when you really think about it. I want to start looking at some of the games coming up this week. We'll finish off everything else in Week 16. I do have a few notes on some bowl games. we got to get to our picks. All that coming up. But first, let's see what's trending one final time. Our buddy Kevin Wyatt there. What's going on, KW? Yeah, the playoff race, especially in the NFC, really tightening up as the Ravens with a dominating win against the San Francisco 49ers tonight. 33-19 the final, but uh, the game wasn't even that close as it was a late touchdown by Sam Darnold that got it to within 14, but otherwise it was a complete performance by the Ravens and the loss drops the 49ers to 11-4. and They're now in a three-way tie for the top spot in the NFC stadium. They have the tiebreaker over both the Eagles and Lions due to having a superior conference record. The Eagles, for their part, beat the Giants earlier today. Final score in that one, 33-25. As Philadelphia now in the number 2 spot, they win the tiebreaker over Detroit based on strength of victory. The Lions, of course, 11-4 as well. So the number 1, 2, 3 teams in the NFC, all 11-4 with two weeks to go. As for the games earlier today, the, Ra- the Raiders upset the Chiefs 20-14. to The Raiders getting two defensive touchdowns. It was actually the only two touchdowns they got all game long. They were within a few seconds of each other late in the second quarter. Isaiah Pacheco would fumble a scoop-and-score touchdown by Las Vegas. Then on the very next offensive play, the Chiefs got the kickoff. And uh, the very first offensive play after getting the ball back, 
Patrick Mahomes goes and does this. Kelsey out of the gun, rolls out to his right, tries to find his receiver. Intercepted down the sideline. Intercepted Jack Jones, and he walks in. Touchdown. Back-to-back plays for the defense with touchdowns, and the Raiders' defense has completely flipped this game in Kansas City. Jason Horowitz on the Raiders radio network with the call. The defeat drops the Chiefs to 9-6 and six on the season. They were hoping to clinch the AFC West today, but uh, they'll have to wait at least one more week. But they're just a game ahead of the Jacksonville Jaguars for that number 3 seed in the AFC standings. As for the NBA, it's gone final out in the desert. The Suns fall to the Mavericks 128-114. Luka Doncic, I mean, what more can you say about him? 50 points, 6 rebounds, 14 assists. Grayson Allen led the way for the Suns. He had 32 points in the loss. Heat scorched the 76ers, 119-113. Jaime Hawkins with 31 points and 10 rebounds for Miami. Celtics over the Lakers, 126-115. Anthony Davis in the loss, though, had a monster game, 40 points and 13 rebounds. Nuggets topped the Warriors, 121-14. Knicks edged the Bucks, 129-122. Back to you guys. All right, thanks a lot, KW. Appreciate it. Be careful on your drive home. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, filled in for the guys. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harbin, right here at the Tyrac.com studios. Um, You know, you brought up a great point, Torres. And Alex, our technical director and our producer, also brought up a great point. So did Patrick. You don't suppose that you're filling in next Sunday because... Plank doesn't want to do the show with me because Arizona's going to destroy Oklahoma and he doesn't want to face me? Is that what you're saying? Ooh, Is what? that what you told me? I did not say that. Oh, I thought you did. Don't don't be afraid to say it if that's what you think. Don't be afraid of him. Uh, I'm not afraid of Plank. <laughs> I, you know, but I, I did not say that. That is something the I did not say. The game is Thursday. I know. And... Um, and I'm t- I feel I feel good about this one. We I, I got us winning by three touchdowns. So I don't know about three, yeah, but maybe four. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, listen, we don't have to get nerdy on this, but Oklahoma's breaking in a new quarterback. Their That's offensive right. coordinator just left for a head coaching job. I don't want to say bear Who's down. This new quarterback. What was he in intramurals? I mean, come on now, stop. He was a little five star. I don't think they give out many more many more stars than five of them. <laughs> what so. is he only a five star? He's not a seven star. Come on now. I think they only, I think they stop at five. I could be mistaken. You know, there's these new recruiting services out there. It's hard to know for sure, but uh, but I'm excited. I'll say this, and that's the perfect example of a game where you know, and I don't know what bowl games are going to look like after this year. I really don't. Um, but what I will say is those are the kind of games that make bowl season fun. Neither of those teams was a national championship contender. Um, I think both of them had good seasons. Certainly Arizona had an incredible season. Even if there was a 12-team playoff, neither of those teams would have gotten into the playoff. Um, It was right there on the border. One was 12, one was 14, so Oklahoma might have gotten on in. It depends. I mean, it would have been close there. But if you love that, I mean, USC is playing Louisville on Wednesday. It's kind of an interesting game. It's kind of an interesting I mean, if if USC, they've had nothing but negative headlines for five, six weeks. If they just get blown out, it's another couple tough months for Lincoln Riley. You know one that I, I mentioned this to Jason the other night. You know one that I think has real stakes, even though it's not in the playoffs? The Cotton Bowl on Friday night, Jason Martin and I will be working, is Missouri and Ohio State. 
And, you know, Jason and I do the college football postgame show. Right. Obviously, Ohio State has lost three straight times to Michigan. This past time, all the blame fell on their quarterback, Kyle McCord, who transferred out of the program. Right. Uh, there's only one common denominator in the last three losses for Michigan over Ohio State, or the last three losses for Ohio State to Michigan. Right. That's Ryan Day. So they lose this game. Obviously, he's not losing his job. But you talk about a guy Yeah, that, I was going to say, he's not losing his job. If he's that's not losing his job, but I mean, you've lost three straight to Michigan. You lose again. All the blame falls on the quarterback to the point that the quarterback basically transfers out because you told him he's not going to be the starter next year. So now the backup, who couldn't win the job in the preseason, by the way, is starting. He's supposed to be the savior for the program. You lose that one, you know, 27-7, to and the offense stinks again. Mm-hmm. I'm not again, right? He's not getting fired, but you just talk about a long couple months where he's going to have a lot of questions to answer uh, over the next nine months in the lead up to the season. Ohio State, I think, needs a good effort there to just kind of quiet some of the noise around the program. And I think USC, as you just mentioned, is very much the same. And Florida State, I was looking forward to that game until I found out just about everybody's transferring out of that game, too. You know what I mean? I'll say this. Um, I know that, you know, like. Uh, the transfer stuff. I, I don't. I, I don't blame a lot of kids. They're for, losing their quarterback, Rodmaker. Uh, Rodmaker, right? Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, first of all, you've been practicing with the team all all winter. Now you're going to leave a week before the game. That's one. But two, it's your starting quarterback job. And if you're mad that they're recruiting other quarterbacks, two things: play in this game and show the world that you deserve to be the starter. By the way, if you ball out, maybe they stop trying to recruit your replacement. And then, yeah, but they're missing a lot. Maybe he's worried that they're missing so many that he he's in a hopeless situation. You know, if he was that good, maybe it wouldn't matter. Well, I can understand him though. I could, you know, when you have your opportunity, you're supposed to take it no matter who's going to be there. You, uh, you know. Yeah, and then the counter to that is if if you play really well, it's going to help you at your next spot. But I guess the counter would be if you play really poorly, maybe that hurts you at the next spot. But I don't really know. It's just, you know, it just it makes so many of these bowl games in, insignificant. And as you mentioned, you're on the air. Um, what was it, on the first when they have the uh, the playoff games? Correct, yep. Alabama-Michigan, Texas-Washington. I'm dying for that Alabama-Michigan game. I got to tell you, I just can't wait for that one, you know? I will say this. It feels like nobody's picking at Michigan to win that game. Michigan's a small, like a one, one-and-a-half point favorite. I have now... I'm picking Michigan, you know, I can tell you why, but I have yet to hear anyone else make the argument for Michigan. Why well, everybody's on the Alabama bandwagon? Yeah, I mean they won the SEC, they beat Georgia the last time we saw them. Uh it feels like everyone that I've heard break down the game is taking Alabama to win. Uh you're missing some of those Michigan fans. Maybe you start uh, looking up there in the Midwest and asking around up there, my friends, because there's a lot thinking it's going to be Michigan. You're just not looking at the right places. Okay. Well, who are you picking? I'm uh, I'm picking Alabama. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're close to Michigan. You're not in the Midwest, but. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm picking Alabama in that one, though it is going to be a great game. And I'm actually looking forward for the Texas-Washington uh, game also. So um, good for you guys that you'll be on the air. All right. So we'll come back. We'll wrap things up with some of the stuff that we have not gotten to uh, and get it ready for uh, Chris Plank and Eddie Garcia. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 